G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. This is Andrew McLennan. In recent times, Australians have identified that men's health, and in particular, men's mental health, is a real issue in society. But one of the challenges with this is what do we do to help men with their health, and in particular, with their mental health? Men, by nature, don't like opening up. They don't like talking. They find it hard sometimes to talk about emotional and personal issues. So it's really refreshing today to have a guest who has found a niche and found a way to bring men together and bring good news to them and bring hope to them in a very creative way. Hudson, Dale, welcome. Andrew McLennan, good to be here. How are you, sir? Good, mate. It's great to have you here, Hudson. Now, tell me, what are you doing to help men with their mental health? Yeah, yeah. So about once every two, maybe three months, depending on how life goes, we have a men's breakfast. Um, We have it at my place and we have a guest speaker. Um, We uh, keep it very rough and real and quick. Uh, It's not weird or religious. Um, We invite absolutely everyone. So everyone in my world, uh, clients from work, neighbors, uh, old school friends, absolutely everyone. And we also keep it uh, non-age specific. We get old men, we get kids. So we've got a creek and a fireplace uh, and a coffee cart. And yeah, it's an absolute riot. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of our listeners attend church and we have men's events and men's ministries in our church. But what makes your breakfast different to a typical men's breakfast that a church puts on? Yeah, my my men's breakfast is aimed at non-churched, non-Christian men. So if you come to my breakfast, uh, I do – what's the what, – how should I say? It's not a Christian event. It is actually just a community event. And you know, one of the things I'll tell them is, hey, you're all here on false pretense. I want you to give your life to God. But while you're here, let's have some fun. And then I'll I'll have a rant. I'll insult the whole lot of them. I'll say something funny. And then I'll hand it over to my guest speaker who will put on a show of sorts, yeah, usually now, a masculine one. Yeah. Now, hang on. So when you say you'll have a rant, you know what you mean by that. But mm-hmm. just for our, our audience today, what do you mean by you'll have a rant? So uh, I'm rarely short of words and uh, thoughts and opinions. And so I will just unleash on the boys whatever I've been thinking about. Uh, I usually keep it very entertaining, a little bit hilarious and uh, not politically correct. And I, I feed it to them. And then that's basically me loosening them up for them to get some kind of inspiring message from whoever I have invited along. Yeah, and and just to clarify for our audience too, Hudson is an established Christian. He's planted in a local church. But what I love about these breakfasts, Hudson, is no one in your local church told you to do this, did they? That's right. So uh, from the pulpit, um, I I go to C3 uh, at Bridgman Downs and our Uh, He's retired now, but Gordon Moore was uh, a father figure in my life. And he has always said, if God is telling you to do something, do not ask permission from anyone from the church. You don't need the banner. You don't need our money. 
go and do it. And so that's what I did. My wife bought a few barbecues and we set it up and we just invited people and that's how it started. I love it. How many years ago was the first one? Uh, probably about two and a half years ago. We, um, and, uh, and it was small. The first one was probably about 30 blokes. And the last one was 147 blokes and 147 blokes mm-hmm. in your backyard. That that's a lot. That's a lot of people to to host and to entertain. Mm-hmm. And what's the breakdown of that? Now, how many of those blokes would go to church? Probably about 40 percent from a few different churches, not just mine. And so uh, I'd, I'd love it to be about 50 or 60 percent Christian because I want them all to be mingling and um, making friends and inviting them to church themselves. Keep it really organic and rough and real. But um, we get what we get, and you know we keep it free. So if my friend Andrew McLennan is coming along, I'll say, "All right, Andrew, you're going to bring two dozen eggs, or you're bringing two loaves of bread, or you're bringing a kilo of bacon." Uh, if I know you're financially stable and and it all just happens itself. Some guys get on the barbecues and they do their thing. Everyone's got 10 bucks in their pocket or a credit card, so the Bellissimo coffee cart gets a hammering. And so that way people get a bit of quality as well. And um, yeah, and then and then my speakers, uh, I've had all sorts of guys like I've had powerlifting, wood chopping from Toowoomba. Uh, so hang on, are your speakers always Christian or sometimes it's dudes just doing things? A li- little bit of both but uh, mostly Christian, and uh, I don't necessarily need a well-polished speaker with uh, power notes. I prefer really, really rough, raw, normal men to talk, and they're sometimes nervous, and they do their thing, and it gets really, it's really well accepted by yeah. all the blokes that are there. There's a really good spirit. So you find if a guy's not polished, not professional, but vulnerable and even openly nervous, you find your audience gravitates to them more than if they were a really uh, polished, slick absolutely. presenter. Because it's not easy to talk in public. And, uh, you know, I've already I've already ripped into everyone anyway. And it's, a, it's an easy crowd to talk to because the more you stuff up, the funnier it is. And, yeah, it would, it's – but also anyone I invite is also doing a physical show of masculine strength. So – one, one time we, we didn't even have a speaker, uh, so we just did a tug of war, and it, it was really good. Um, this how many, how many blokes from the tug of war? Oh, we had um, old blokes versus young blokes, of course. <laughs> what else is there? What's the demarcation line? What's, what's old and what's young? Oh, well, you're definitely old, Andrew. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Uh, I wasn't thinking about me, Hudson. I was thinking, <laughs> thinking, thinking about everybody else. 20, 25 and under. Okay, that's uh, young. The okay. young bucks and uh, everyone over. And I think the old blokes won. But um, this 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 one coming up, a bit, here's the plug. March 2nd in Fitzgibbon uh, is, is going to be Andre Moore. Andre Moore is uh, probably Brisbane's second or third most famous basketball player for the Bullets back in the day and he had a little stint in the NBA as well and has played against greats like uh, Michael Jordan and Pippen and he'll he'll rattle off everyone he's played against which is really cool you're one one degree of separation and um, he is not young Andrew he's 62 I think and he's still playing in the men's league against my son who's 17 He's still playing at 62. Unbelievable. Can push the young fellas around. Man. And his... Can he still dunk? 
I'll bet he can. And there's a ring for him to dunk on at my place. He's going to put on a show. He's going to bring his boys from yep. the south side. And um, he's going. He has told me that he's going to say something that's inspiring for old fellas, uh, in particular guys that are thinking about giving up. Like, what are you going to do with the last season of your life? There's no one more qualified than Andre Moore. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So that's on Saturday, the 2nd of March. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of this interview, we're going to give people some details on how they can contact you. But And I'm guessing too, Hudson, there's a flow-on effect from these breakfasts that guys are meeting guys, forming friendships and relationships, catching up outside of the breakfast as well. and just Because that is one of the, the answers for men's mental health, isn't it? It's just having other guys in your world that you can talk to about stuff and bounce things off. Yeah, absolutely. And, and really quick. Short story. I won't throw anyone under the bus, but uh, there's a guy named Jason Romerman. He uh, shout out to him. MMA uh, at Gamebred, uh, Gamebred MMA down near Albion. I think he is. That's in Brisbane for our Australian. We've got listeners all across Australia, so that's mm-hmm. a Brisbane suburb called Albion. Yep. And uh, he came and spoke, and uh, one of the gentlemen in the audience asked, uh, and and Jason's got tattooed all, tattoos all over him. He's had a rough and checkered past. Uh, full of addiction and everything. He'll tell you all about it. And and one of my clients asks the question, um, my daughter is is has addiction problems and it brings down the whole family. What can I do? What can we all do to help? And boy, oh boy, the mood changed. It was just phenomenal. And uh, Jason was going to give a cookie-cutter answer, and then he realized, I'm at men's breakfast, so I'm just going to tell him how it is. So about five seconds of silence, and then he just said, there's nothing you can do. You can just be there and you can pray, but there's nothing you can do. And it was beautiful. It was a magic moment, and people are still talking about that moment. And you know, Jason's now a little bit involved with that daughter's life, and that's that's from a connection from men's breakfast and there's all sorts of you know it's it's not business to business it's not a free breakfast it's not a are you okay day which i can't really stand but that's just me it's just it is what it is it's a it's a community breakfast and it just so happens to be driven by my agenda which is if you're a one one on the scale of one to ten of acceptance of god and church well maybe by the end of breakfast you might be a two yep and uh, we just keep working on everyone, and that's what we're going to continue to do. And God willing, it gets bigger, or it just has fruit constantly. That's yeah. what I want. Well, this is what I love about this, Hudson. It, it is. It's it's something kind of in the middle. It's not hardcore evangelism run by a local church, but it's also not just a community event that doesn't really bring the kingdom of God to anybody. You're sort of right in that middle ground, aren't you? And it, it, it's a real niche, but I think it's such a vital part like you said on people's journey because all of us sort of go on a journey to get saved we don't just get saved like first time we hear the gospel or not many people do anyway yeah and um my church is really supportive of it um as the numbers get greater you know i've got guys beautiful friends that volunteer they put on a high-vis top and they as as a hundred cars pull into my little suburb they're trying to get them to park in appropriate spots and not annoy the neighbors and yeah it 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 takes it's it's not me it's it's everybody yeah it's a team effort yeah but you're definitely a driver behind it and and like you said you've got clients and I'm going to say what industry you're in you're a commercial real estate agent in Brisbane and you're a busy guy like everyone these days life and work are busy 
and yet you're devoting your time to putting on these breakfasts and I'm sure some of your resources as well, opening up your home and your backyard, Hudson. And I just want to commend you for this. I think this is a great initiative and I'd love to see it replicated all across Australia that maybe people are listening today and they think, well, I think I could do that. Yeah, they actually can. Uh, You've just got to start and there's a little bit to be afraid of. You know, you're inviting people to your house. What if this happens? What if that happens? Just do it. Um, the amount of quality people that you know that can speak and can uh, inspire people that don't go to church, you'd be surprised. And, um, you know, God willing, even better things start to happen. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. Well, Hudson, if someone wants who lives in the Brisbane area wants to come to this breakfast on the 2nd of March, mm-hmm. should they contact you via your mobile number or what's the best way? Yeah, RSVP 0423-591-529. I'm going to read that again slowly. 0423-591-529. If you didn't catch that, if you're listening in your car and you can't write that down, contact us here at the station and we will give you that number as well. But Hudson, I want to thank you so much for joining us today, and I wish you all the best for the breakfast on the 2nd of March. But moving forward to all the breakfast you do and the events you do, I just pray God uses you guys wonderfully to reach more and more people for Him. Amen. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 